Today on the show, you and I are talking about putting into practice what you're learning about yourself to make self-awareness a useful tool in your business. This is part two from last week's episode. And that one was about knowing, liking, and trusting myself with the help of my human design and how that led me to finally creating an aligned lead magnet. If you haven't listened to that one, pause this and go back. In that episode, I launched the Reflective Entrepreneur Resource List, which is a curated list of 35 or so thought leaders in the self-awareness and business space for you to have positive influences in your feed, and to help you consider your own unique way of doing things rather than consuming cookie cutter content. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator turned web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about putting into practice what you read, what you think about, and turning it into a real thing that you take action on. This episode is in the context of human design in your business, but honestly, it can be applied to any other kind of self-awareness tool or anything else really, because learning is great, but action is key. As I have observed, there are three levels of awareness with any self-development tool, basic, conceptual, and experiential. The first level is basic, and let's talk about that in terms of human design. Let's say that you've looked up your human design chart already. You know the name of your type, if you've listened to episode 33. That's the one that's projector, manifester, reflector, manifesting generator, or generator. You know your profile numbers. Those are the ones that look like a fraction, if you've listened to episode 34. You don't really know what to do next, which is why you're listening to episode 35. This is a basic level of understanding. At this stage, you are aware that the system exists. You're starting to know a little bit of the lingo to hear it, but you don't know yet what any of it really means for you. And at this basic level of awareness, the words themselves, all those titles of types and all those profile fractions they're kind of meaningless, as in you haven't discovered any of the meanings and you haven't attached any personal meaning to them yet. To give you an example outside of HD, I have been told that I'm a three in the Enneagram world, plus something about wings, but that's literally all I know. I have attached no personal meaning to this whatsoever, and I've put zero time into learning more. I still scroll past all the Enneagram posts because I don't really know what any of it means and I haven't put any effort into it. P.S. If you're an Enneagram person listening to this, it's on my web designer bucket list to work with an Enneagram coach. So please message me. Let's make it happen. And also please tell me what three means. Anyway, me having heard that I'm a three, this doesn't count as self-knowledge yet because I have not interacted with it enough to derive any kind of personal meaning to it. 
it hasn't yet helped me to know myself better or to like myself more or to elevate my trust in myself. The basic stage is all about developing an awareness of the vocabulary and starting to wonder about what it all means. Let's talk now about stage two, the conceptual stage. At this stage of awareness, you know the name of your type and your profile, and maybe things like your environment, your strategy, your authority, your view, maybe a few of your gates or your channels. At this stage, you follow a few human design people, and you've started to notice and read posts that talk about what these concepts mean in relation to what your chart says. You read the posts, you might at this stage start to send these posts to a friend who shares something in common with your chart, or you may start to save some of these because they stick with you. In the moment of discovering the resource, you are fully present to taking it in. And at this stage, you're really expanding your conceptual understanding with a bit of a sense of purpose. This stage is fun. You are building your knowledge and as you read, as you take things in, you're deciding, yeah, I feel like this applies to me or nah, that doesn't seem quite right. You're at the same time connected and disconnected to it because it feels like it's just a fun thing to know. You are choosing to file it somewhere in your subconscious because it feels interesting to you in some way, but it's not completely central to you yet. This is like me with the Entrepreneurial Archetype System, the one created by Amanda Bucci. I'll link to it in the show notes if you haven't heard of it or if you're intrigued by that. So for Entrepreneurial Archetype, I know that my primary archetype is the coach, meaning that my strengths are in communication, connection, empathy. My secondary type is the creator, and that means that my class is the advocate and my strategy is to help others become their best selves through services and through content. All right, so far, so good. I get it. I feel like it resonates. I read all their emails. I see their posts. I like knowing what my clients and my friends get on their quiz results. I'm interested in the system. And also I feel seen and heard when I am consuming content. Like it resonates with me on that level. This stage is all about understanding the personal growth system or the self-awareness system as a concept. That's why I've called this the conceptualizing stage. This is where you start to feel like you get how it all works. Like it starts to make sense. You remember the words without having to look them up or even better, like you can explain parts of it to other people. You are beginning to tie it into your understanding of yourself as a person, like how you define yourself as a person, as a business owner. And your curiosity is piqued. You're, you're interested. You're intrigued. This is where a lot of people stop at the fun stage. And I like fun as much as the next person. But if you stop here, you're keeping it a surface level tool and you're removing the option of it having a powerful impact on your life or on your business. Leaving concepts like human design to words on a page or graphics in a carousel post is fine because if that's all you want from it, that is totally okay. It's actually how I felt about human design for the first year after I heard the term. I thought the title was super strange and 
a little bit cult-like and I was not a fan. And so I heard the concept and I just didn't investigate in until a lot later. It's okay if you're there. I'm cool with my basic knowledge of Enneagram and my conceptual knowledge of the entrepreneurial archetype. It's fine. That's all that I've had the time and energy for. I haven't felt called to investigate it further. And that's not a bad thing. It just means that I'm only getting a certain amount for it. And it's the same for you for human design or for any other system if you leave it to basic or conceptual stage. If you just swipe to your type in the carousel post, read it, save it, and then not think about it again, that's fine. Total permission to do that. But if you want it to actually have the potential to make changes and have an impact, we're then getting into the third stage of awareness, which is experiential. So at the experiential level, when we're talking about you and human design, you know the same amount or maybe a little bit more in terms of details about your charts. It's less about the types of information that you're learning about your chart and more about how you're experiencing it. And the difference is that you're extending your knowledge past what you read. You're bringing what you know to the next levels. You're having more self-trust. You're feeling more positive around who you are as a person because you're integrating this tool. And you're using it to make changes, to make decisions in your business. You're molding it to who you are and what you really want. And you're empowering yourself to do things your own way based on what you know, like, and trust about yourself as you've learned in whatever self-awareness tool. What you heard in last week's episode from me, all of my storytelling, that's a good picture of what level three looks, sounds, and feels like. And you can go back and just listen to parts of that again if you want to help you identify if this is how you feel. But you can hear me taking the concepts deeper and actually using them to guide my decision making. You can notice all the things that I start to say no to and the things that I start to say yes to and how I base that around what I know about my chart. And you can hear me take ideas like things that I've read in carousel posts and start to express them in terms of aligned actions. People often say to me, like, you have a reason for everything. And this is in my business and in my personal life. It's true. That's what alignment feels like to me. Like there's a reason or an intention behind things. And I'm always connecting it to what I already know about myself. I'm connecting it to that self-concept. So often I get questions about things like, what should I post on social media? Or how do I fire a client? Or what do I do if I'm not happy with my coach? Or like, how do I know what kind of course or what kind of program to make? And I also get really specific questions like, does my coaching program have to be exactly 12 weeks long? Or should I have people pay first? Or should I have people book a spot on my calendar first? Or how can I connect more with each of my clients when they are having services with me? It's perfectly okay that you, my clients and students are reaching out to me and asking me these questions. It's what I do. It's what I live for. <laughs> now I feel like Ursula from The Little Mermaid. But it's also okay for you to be discovering these answers within yourself. And that's what the third experiential level of any self-awareness tool is all about. 
it's drawing from what you've read and what you've been learning to actually using it to making real life decisions. And this is when it starts to get exciting because you're taking the knowledge and you're applying it to your personal situation. You're using it to create a new reality for yourself based on what you understand to be true about you. You are at this level, you're, you're prioritizing and you're modifying based on what you know. And to help you understand this levels one, two, and three of basic conceptual and experiential even better, I'm going to get all former teachery on you for a second here. I have taught kindergarten to grade 12, mostly music and band. But when you go to education school, you go with everyone else, of course. And one of the first things that they teach you is a concept and a model called Bloom's Taxonomy. I'll tell you what it means. Bloom is an educational researcher. And he came up with this system of levels of critical thinking. And it's something that all first year education students learn. And it's a system for organizing levels of understanding, say. So there's six levels. The first level is knowledge. The second is understanding. The third is applying. The fourth is analyzing. The fifth is evaluating. And the sixth is creating. The idea is that you want to gradually move students from those lower levels of knowledge and understanding to higher levels of integration, like that evaluation and the creation stage. It's the kind of thing that I hardcore geek out about. The way that I see it, we can apply these models of learning and critical thinking about facts, because that's how these were intended, right? They were intended to describe how people learn about history or how people learn about math. We can take this concept of the levels of critical thinking, like along that spectrum, about outside knowledge and about factual information. We can apply that to our own inner knowledge of ourselves. It works the same way. When we're learning about ourselves, we're also going through those stages of knowledge, understanding, application, analyzing, evaluating, and creating as we learn more and as we conceptualize more and as we experience more. For you listening to this, I know that you have a pretty good idea of where you're at in terms of understanding, knowing human design and using it in your life and in your business. Are you at the first basic level where you know some of the words like type or profile? Are you at the second conceptual level where things are starting to make sense and you're beginning to identify with it a little? Or are you at the third level where you're experiencing, you're starting to integrate, and it's gone beyond a fun hobby and you're using it to create business alignment? Take a moment now to ground and to connect with yourself. And ask yourself these two things. One, where am I at with human design? Two, do I have the interest or the excitement? Is there that spark to go beyond the level where I am now? If the answer to question two is meh, I'm good where I am. That's great. I am proud of you for knowing the answer to that and being true to you. There's enough things on our plates 
that if you don't feel the spark to learn more about this, to get into integrating, that's 100% okay. You can use the concepts in this episode to help you go deeper into the self-awareness tools that do feel interesting to you. This is a win. You can also use this idea to apply to literally anything in terms of your niche knowledge or business basics. So feel into where you'd like to go up a stage. And a good hint to what interests you in this kind of level up way is what courses or programs or certifications have you been browsing? Have you been seeking out? What do you find yourself Googling? And what business or marketing ideas are starting to catch your attention? What's feeling good for you right now? If that's not your feeling on human design, that's okay. It's helpful for everyone, in my opinion, but only if it actually grabs you, only if it actually makes you feel that spark of interest. If it does feel exciting for you, your answer to question two is a yes. Also, yay. Human design is an awesome tool to, I would say, personalizing your journey through life and business. That's how I see human design, how I've come to understand it. I believe that everything is better when you do it your way. And that is not just the only child in me speaking. I have witnessed it in all sorts of ways with my clients, with my students. When I'm present to my clients' emotions when we launch a website that really feels true to them, instead of having put a templated website out into the universe, it's a palpable feeling of them knowing, liking, trusting themselves enough to do it their way. And that's powerful. When I observe a strategy client who is confidently saying, yeah, I don't have the capacity for that podcast that we talked about me starting right now and feeling no sense of guilt about saying no to it, about changing their mind. It's me watching an aligned action student change their bio after adding pages and pages of detail to their ideal client document because they're now understanding the empathetic connection between their desire to help and their client's desire to receive help. And lately, it's been me watching the IG stories of the eight first manifesting generator members of my new HD support groups. I'm seeing evidence of they're moving into the experiential stage with human design, and it's powerful for a lot of different ways. One member is creating a new membership offering And she's naming it based on what she learned in group about her human design environment. It is feeling exciting. It's feeling aligned and right for her. Another member is cutting herself slack on like the typical end of year goal setting for 2022 because she's understanding the mechanics of how her attention span works as a manifesting generator. Someone else is giving herself permission to just pause what she normally offers and allowing herself to explore some off niche offerings because that's what's exciting to her right now. And manifesting generators as a type only have energy for what they expect will feel satisfying. Somebody else in the group launched a new offer within 48 hours of having an insight in a group session. And the offer is totally different than what she did before because she's using her energy to support other people based on what she learned about her gates and her channels in human design. 
somebody else got the courage to cancel working with a coach who wasn't aligning for her anymore. And more importantly, she let herself just say a brief no instead of launching into a people-pleasing essay about why she was stopping working with that person. And she did this so she could stop depleting her sacral energy and open up that powerful manifesting generator flow energy for other things that do feel right in her life. So I believe that anyone in level one or level two can benefit from moving beyond just taking in information, being like passive consumers of information to starting to integrate and to experience. And that's what my new HD support groups are all about. Initially, I tested this offer on MGs. I ran a group in November and now I'm excited to open the cart today for every other type except reflectors. I'm sorry, reflectors, you are 1% of the population and I just don't think I can fill a group at the moment. But if you're a reflector, you're listening to this and you're intrigued, reach out to me if you're interested. We can talk about one-to-one options for you if you're a reflector. But if you are any of the other types, if you are a projector, a manifester, a generator, or a manifesting generator, HD support groups for your type start in January. So how does a support group work exactly? They're a conversational community. It's a place where you can talk about human design concepts and make them real. You can bring that carousel post that you were intrigued by and talk about it with other people and start to have the information sink in on a deeper level. You know, based on the title of this show, that I'm all about aligned action. And these groups are a way to take action while incorporating your human design. In no particular order, here are 10 top facts you need to know about the new HD support groups. Number one, no matter what you know or don't know about human design, this group will help you ascend the levels of awareness and integrate what you learn into your business. In the last group, there were people who identified as being like a two or three on a scale of one to 10 of how much they know about human design and people who are a zero, honestly. There are no prerequisites to be in an HD support group. There's no possibility of you not knowing enough to join. Everyone at every level is welcome because we're all learning from each other, from conversation, from connection and community. Number two. What actually happens on the calls? They are a ever-flowing arrangement of journaling, meditation, reflection, sharing, Q&A, activities. They're very moldable to what each individual group needs. And true to my human design, they keep evolving based on what I know, what I understand, what I observe, and what I try within the group. Number three, there's a group every month. And that group is a closed container. So what that means is there's a cart open period where people can join for the following month. And then the group of people stays the same all month. So if you're deciding to join now, you're joining for January. That means that throughout January, the group is an intimate group and it stays the same. And so there's not potential for new people joining on every call you're with a closed container of people who become your human design safe space. It's a great place to explore these concepts together. That brings me to number four. 
you get to make a new conscious decision again come February. This is not an auto pay kind of membership where you have to give me notice to cancel. You're opting in each month or not opting in based on your levels of energy and your levels of interest. Number five, groups are really small. And that's nice because you get a lot of one-on-one attention and you get to ask a lot of questions. You're connected with just your type for most of the calls, but you have interaction with all four groups combined on Fridays, which was a great innovation that one of my first beta membership people gave me. I can't even take credit for that, but all four groups are combined for the Friday chart chat calls. And this is great networking with other business owners who are similar to you in that they're seeking alignment and they're seeking self-awareness in business. Most are service providers. That's who I tend to work with. Service providers are also service consumers. So you may find your next helper or healer to invest in, or you may find your next client in that group. Number six, HD support groups are priced accessibly. I wanted it to be less than what you pay for Canva Pro every month. I wanted it to be very much like a no-brainer, come talk about HD, take a little break from all of the hustle and marketing that is going on in the online world. Number seven, although I do go into educational tangents in group, I like to chat. I like to share what I've learned. It is more experiential and thus there are no replays. I honestly don't think that at this low price point, anyone would actually take the time to watch them. And it's a lot of storage and admin work that I truly do not need to add to my plate. And honestly, this is me knowing my human design too, that makes me say no to replays. I know that I don't have the capacity to maintain recording those, uploading them and making them available endlessly for replay. So that's not part of this offer. It's also that because this is such an intimate container and it's all about self-awareness and sharing, I don't think it's fair to you. I don't think it's fair to members to share replays of you in that vulnerable space. Eight, if you still haven't run your chart, you don't know what type you are and you still want to join, that's absolutely fine. On the cart page, you will be prompted to enter your birth details and I will happily run your chart for you. If you turn out to be a reflector and there is no group for you right now, I will refund your money and I will talk with you about what kind of one-on-one offerings we can do. But if you are any of the other types, I will just slot you into the correct group. Number nine, included in group is access to a private podcast for your type. This is an idea that I got as I was outlining this episode. It's super typical for me as an MG to get excited about things and take action on them quickly And so as soon as I got the idea for the private podcast, I thought, like, I'm running with this. So I'll be basing little mini episodes off of the concepts that get brought up in calls. So you get to influence what is on that private podcast by what you share and what you ask when you show up to group. And the private podcast is on whatever podcast platform you already use. So you can listen to that on Spotify or on Apple or Google or wherever it is that you already listen to shows. And number 10, although the groups are split up by type, this is not just about learning about your type. We go much deeper into tons of other elements of your chart. 
and there's lots of time for questions so we can geek out about your chart elements that fascinate you it's self-directed in that sense if you have any questions about anything I've just shared or anything in this episode about the levels of understanding of self-awareness tools please reach out by dm or by email I would love to talk with you about if HD support groups would feel supportive for you on your human design and business journey. The link to join is inside the show notes. I will see you inside your group if it feels like the right aligned action for you. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are. 